If you guys haven't heard by now, yeah, this is the Nick Frazier podcast, and you're getting the best genuine content out there. Right, fellas? Sure. Agreed. This is, I don't know, do I, I need a phone book is what I need. I need a phone book. Uh, yeah, I need a phone book. That's all good. We're good. We'll roll with it. You know what? I always do this. There we go. All right. Well, that's y'all's camera. That's my camera. Let's do this thing. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Nick Frazier Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Frazier. Uh, if you gentlemen, uh, you know, not gentlemen, but the people that have watched this podcast before uh, know these two voices, hear them quite often, Alex Jarkwin, Trey Ernst. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Doing Fantastic. well. Fantastic. It's good to see you. Doing well. Good gentlemen, to be back. What do we think? Well, I mean, this is the new studio. It's, it's great. That's great, man. I love what you've done with the place. It's, it's very it's very spiffy and spontaneous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Hey, I ain't gonna lie. This spot right here used to be where my dog slept. How crazy is that? Now it's like an <laughs> office space. But uh, yeah, I'm still doing some decor stuff. Uh, it's a staple point there where my grandparents had their restaurant. I'm kind of paying homage, uh, you know, to their stuff around here. So uh, got some old beer signs going to be coming in here. Um, gonna put a black curtain behind me to you know suppress the noise a little bit. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be freaking awesome. I can't wait. A lot of people stoked. A lot of people that are you know, tuning in now are like, whoa, like this is kind of what the next level needed to be. So uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. That's pretty cool. So boys, where shall we start? A lot's been going on. A lot has been going on. You know, I mean, it's been, what, October? I looked at it on my phone. October 21st was the last time I did a podcast, which has been four months, which has been a while. It's been a while. A lot of people have been wondering, like, hey, why are you not posting stuff? Like, what's the deal? I'm just like... You know, I've been I've been kind of busy work and uh, yeah, helping build this. You know, but uh, you know, before we start, I gotta say this: I have to give a massive shout out and thanks to my mom and dad, obviously, uh, my grandma because this is this is my nanny. This is her basement, and she has allowed me to do this. Um, give a big shout out to uh, James and Bubba. They're the gentlemen that put in the drop ceiling. They work with my dad. Told them I give them a big shout out. Um, very nice gentlemen. Appreciate your help. Um, and then uh, I want to say thanks to, you know, some other family members that have gifted me some things. And, uh, yeah, just want to say a big thanks to everybody. And it's time to time to get the, the ball rolling. Absolutely. Uh, I, think, I think I've said my thanks and everything. Let's, let's hit the ground running, boys. Let's, let's start a little NFL. How about that? Let's start a little NFL. We got Super Bowl coming up. We feel, how are we feeling about that? It's going to be a good game. Are we leaning one way or the other? I mean, I'm definitely leaning Eagles. Um, they just look like the better team all playoffs. They looked like the better team all season. Really? I know Mahomes is just a different breed of quarterback, but well, this is it's a team sport in the end, and that the Philadelphia Eagles is the better team, so really? hard to bet against them. Okay, Trey, like, are you buying what he's what he's selling? I am. I'm rooting for the Chiefs, though. Really? I am, but. Philly just looks really, really good. Okay. Well-rounded team, great offense, a lot of threats. Okay. Kansas City's hurt. Patrick Mahomes is hurt. Pacheco has a high ankle sprain. I get it. This is trouble. People think it's trouble. I think it's just another way to make money. (laughs) I I just look at it that way. I mean, it's plus money, plus one and a half. Um, I don't know, dude. I've been looking online and, you know, 
you just read what you read, whatever. But 19, 15 out of the last, I think, yeah, 18 out of the last 15 Super Bowls or whatever, 15 of them have wore white jerseys. The Chiefs are wearing white jerseys to this Super Bowl. I like those uh I like those numbers. But I mean, hey, that's just the uh the fan perspective of it all. But if we're talking to X's and O's, like Bobby's right, best football team out on the field is the Eagles, you know? I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Um as for the as for the other side with the Chiefs, I don't know. I, I feel like there's something up Andy Reid's sleeve that nobody really kinda can put their finger on just yet. I that's just me. I mean, if we if we want to talk X's and O's, I have a whiteboard there. Be more than welcome to draw out your schemes or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think the Chiefs going to do it. I know this is kind of the date with destiny for the Eagles because I thought McCaffrey and the boys were going to do it. And you know, I feel like if Brock Purdy, listen, if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt, they're still losing. I, mean, I think they still lose as well. They're still losing. It's a little bit of a closer game, but they're still losing. Okay, so they're regardless, they're losing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, just making sure, just making sure. Um, now, let's talk a little more local NFL. Talk to the Titans. They fired John Robinson. Now they hire oh Rand Carthon. What do we think about Carthon? Pretty pretty decent hire? Like, I mean, I'm not well tapped into the GMs and what who all is a good candidate and who all isn't, but coming from the 49ers organization, he got at least some good roots and some good background with that. Yeah. Being on a winning franchise for a while. Yeah. Definitely been able to build a good roster over there, so that's something that you'd like to see. Lots of good draft picks, which is something that the Titans need to hit on the next few years. Right. Um, I like the hire. I think him and Vrabel are going to get along well. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Like I said, the biggest thing is going to be those draft picks in the next couple of years. Yeah. That's the huge question mark. So... You make a good point there, Trey. A lot of points that I could just delve off of right now. First, I kind of want to just dive right into the current players on the roster. We know that this is no longer a Super Bowl window, right? Are we all in agreement on that? Yeah. We kind of missed it. Are the Titans kind of still hanging on to what they have for that Super Bowl window? Is that a better way to put it? Rebuilding wall with a window or no? It's, it's, It's tough. It's tough, man. Tough, yeah. It is a, it's an odd, weird situation. You see, like the you see a lot of the teams in the Super Bowl now, or in the make it deep in the playoffs. They all have that guy at quarterback, and yeah, I love Tanny. You know, he did he did great for us, but he's just not. He's like a Kirk Cousins. He's just not going to be able to get you over the hump. Get you right there, and then just yeah, whoosh. yep. So there are two points. All right, let's start with the people on the current roster. I want to start with Derrick Henry. The Titans. This is how I look at it from my point of view. The Titans are opening up a new stadium in, what, 2026? Isn't that what it is? Mm -hmm. It's going to be indoors uh, or a dome, I guess, and they're going to have uh, turf. They're going to have that artificial turf. So my question is, do they hold on to Derrick Henry and some of those staple point players that have been there since the 2017 run? Because if you think about it from a PR perspective, it seems like they want him to be a Titan for life and they want him to – kind of be on the roster when they open up this new facility. For am, sure. Am I right on that? Does that yeah, seem pretty I think, accurate? I think the Titans will be smart to keep Derek. I think he is, even though older, you know, when you hit your 30s, a lot of these running backs kind of fall off, but he's he's just a different breed of human. So I feel like he'll be very productive in his 32, 33-year-old season. So. Okay. You think he still gets over, like, 1,200 yards? Yeah, I can. I mean, if we feed him like we like we usually do, not obviously he can't get like thirty touches a game anymore, but right, he can easily 
work in there with 15 some touches right a game. Open. Yep. Okay. Okay. Trey. I mean, obviously, would like to see Derrick Henry in the new stadium coming up, but yeah. I mean, you're telling me that there's going to be a. I mean, when's the last time there's been a, a running back on a team that's been on a team for Frank Gore? Yeah, eight to ten years and still performing like you know at a high level. Frank Gore. Okay, yeah, Frank Gore. How long ago was that though? Mm. What? Long ago? The Colts, right? No six. No. Like you no, thought you no. got like for, for. I'm like, way off, aren't I? Yeah, yeah like for the, Saints, for the Colts. Ever. For the Saints, I mean, Alvin Kamara was. And he had a horrible year this year. I mean, yeah, Andy mm. quarterback. I mean, yeah, that's true. Year but I'm just saying, I would love to see Derrick Henry still produce, and I would love to see him still be yeah top dog on the Titans. But that's another three years away. A lot's going to happen in three years. I agree. A lot will happen in three years because you have a new GM that wants to have his own feng shui of the roster. And, like, yeah, you want to hold on to those core pieces on the roster now, but sometimes you got to move on from a few of them. And I think – Alex made a good point. Tannehill is one of those core players that you're just going to have to be like, hey, let's uh, appreciate yeah, it. You don't, you, you don't do that this year. You don't you don't do that next year. You got to you got to hold on to Tannehill for like at least another two years. Okay, this kind of answers my question I was going to ask you, Trey. It's the fact that you don't think the Titans are going to try to trade Ryan Tannehill this offseason. I mean, they might. They very well might. But it just in my opinion, I think you have to hang on to Tannehill. Because what are you going to do? You're going to go sign Carson Wentz? Matt Ryan, give me like the Colts. No, no. I have some thoughts, but Alex, what are you thinking? I mean, obviously, like, we, the, us as Titans fans, we, we kind of want that. We want, we're kind of tired of Tannehill now. We've seen what he can do. We've seen where he can take us, and it's not, it's, it's decent, but it's not, it's not good enough. And we obviously, it, it's easier said than done to like, let's, get, let's trade to Tannehill. Oh, it'd be so great. But, yeah. And like Trey said, it's hard to find a good quarterback. Uh, in places, so I mean, Tenny is at least solid enough. And I mean, who, who are we gonna get? Can. Like a Derek? Like is Derek Carr really any better than Tannehill? Like is Jimmy Garoppolo really that much better? That's gonna make the team so much better. And I you mean, can't just throw Malik Willis in there again. Can't. I mean, unless yeah, unless you just want to suck and have the first overall pick. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Malik's got raw talent. But yeah, you can say he's got raw. Let me quote that. raw talent. I don't know. Um. I'm indifferent about this, man. I, I'm with y'all. I think I'm not with Trey on this. I don't think they should keep Tannehill this year. I think they got to try to find a buyer, but obviously nobody wants to have $38 million on their on their cap there. So, no. I mean, personally, if financially it wasn't a problem, I think the Carolina Panthers are a great fit for Tannehill. One, because Frank Reich was with Indianapolis all throughout the AFC South. Every single year he went up against Tannehill. Couldn't beat the guy. Maybe three times, possibly. But, like, if you think about it, man, like, you got to take in your kryptonite to win games. I'm, that's just how I look at it. But, you know, that's just. Yes, please, Panthers trade for Tannehill, yes. Beautiful. That'd be great. Carolina's yeah. got the number nine pick this year. Yeah, they're a team that can definitely. They're a team that can snag a QB. Oh, I thought they were all sold on Matt Corral because that's what I've been hearing. No. No. Okay. I wouldn't I be. So. I mean, I'm not. No, I'm not at all. Because you look, yeah, Sam Darnold, how you doing? Keep it moving. You got Matt Corral, not there yet at all, and P.J. Walker. No offense. Hey, P.J. Walker, is he's done well. Like, he's done what he's had to do to get to the NFL from the XFL, but, I mean, that, that's all he is is a backup. He can right sling now. it. I mean, yeah, he can sling it. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I feel like quarterbacks have their moments. He definitely has had his moment with Carolina, but – like, is he that pedigree guy like Tano? Is he going to get you there and then hop the hump? No. no. 
He'll get you to five wins, maybe. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know about the Jimmy G take though. I'm. I'm a little. I'm a little leaning Jimmy G. I don't Jimmy, know why. Jimmy G is your typical game manager. Yeah. And that's all you really need, I guess. If I mean, if you're gonna sit there and want to run the ball 50 times a game with Derrick Henry, all you need is a Jimmy G. But he's an accurate quarterback for the most part. Like if you need him to throw an out route, he'll throw you an out route. But do you have receivers? I think it's getting there. I feel like Kyle Phillips, nobody really got a true sample size of him in the NFL uh, for the fact that, you know, he's been injured the whole season. And now going into the offseason, I, I hope he's healthy. I don't want this to have to be another Caleb Farley issue. Like, that's my issue. Is like, you have guys that you draft super high. Caleb Farley, for prime example. I, I don't want to call him a bust, but... Dude's no, average. He's, a bust. he's average. He's a bust. Okay. Hey, Bobby. You heard said. it here first. Kayla Farley, you're a bust. Sorry, man. <laughs> hey, hey I if, like, you, if you watch the pod, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like Traylon Burks. I like. Right. I, I feel like, like he's proven himself. Yeah. yeah. He's, I like both of them. Robert Woods is a little bit on the decline. Oh. He's old. I mean, just coming off of an ACL injury. Um, I mean, you also have uh, what's his face. Not, I mean, I wouldn't say Mason Kinsey is up there, but he's on the roster. <laughs> um, I don't even know who that is. Practice squad guy. <laughs> I like the tight, the rookie tight ends of beast. Yep, Chig. Yep, Chig Conquo. Austin Hooper. Hooper, I mean, Hooper had some big plays this year. I honestly, I think they just need a quarterback that can facilitate the ball. That's all they have to do. Don't be wrong. Channel can facilitate, but not like these quarterbacks, the Herberts, the Mahomes, the yeah. Hey, Daniel Joneses. <laughs> Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes. That's for Brian. That was a that was a joke for Brian. Brian, you better know this, buddy. Um, yeah, no, I just think if anybody can get rid of Tannehill and just take him away, let it be Carolina. Hey, Carolina Panthers, do do us all a favor in Nashville. Take our guy Ryan Tannehill. I mean, it's thirty eight million. It's the NFL. I heard the. I heard the NFL cap has gone up for next it season. Is. I what, think, yeah, twenty six mil, something like I don't that. Know how much it is? But I heard something it's going like that. Up. Hey. You guys got extra money now. Just toss it. Toss it. We're good. Toss it. Um, you know, I was doing some mock drafts the other day, and I thought it was kind of funny. You mentioned Robert Woods. I was like, oh, I wonder what the Cowboys would want for him in a mock draft. Yeah, I won't you will be completely just in awe about this. 2023 second-round pick, 2023 third-round pick, 2023 third-round pick, 2023 fourth-round pick, all for Robert Woods. I'm like, dude, that's like stockpiling picks. <laughs> no one would ever make that's that trade. That's what I'm saying. It's unrealistic. Yeah, like, there's no, no way. Robert Woods is not even worth a fifth-round pick. No, no offense, Robert. Yeah, but you No know, offense, Robert, if you're also listening. We're just joking. We're yeah. just joking. Yeah, we just love joking. you. Just it's all about. just hypothetical. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, what else was I going to say? It just hit my head, and then it just, you know, when you, something goes in your brain, it just kind of leaves. Mm-hmm. That's what just happened to me. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. Aaron Rodgers. Gentlemen, I hate I hate to bring it up, but I don't hate to bring it up because I I thoroughly enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers play football. He facilitates the ball. He's an old school. Uh, I can't even speak. Old school style quarterback. Um, I don't know. Is twelve? I, I know he's been linked to go into the Jets, yeah. but you got to think about it. He was in Nashville last week for Randall Cobb's I think son's birthday. I think that's his godson. He, he kind of. Yeah, insinuated on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, AJ Hawk asked him a question. Like, you talked to Vraves, and he's like, I didn't get to talk to Vraves, but like, he's been down to Nashville multiple times in the last three weeks. Not, it's been under the under the radar. Nobody's really been talking about it. 
So is it possible? I mean, Aaron Rodgers like two firsts for Aaron Rodgers. No, uh, no, I don't think it'd be two firsts, right? Yeah, it would I mean Russell? Just I mean, went it three would first. Yeah, Russell Wilson went for three. But Russ has a little bit more time on his. Yeah, but Aaron yeah, Rodgers, like, top five QB, like yeah. Cal, you know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah, but he's in that like. Thought process of oh is this gonna be the year that I'm done oh is next year gonna be the one that I'm done like you can't give up two f- I I could uh, all right I could agree to one first round pick and that's just me being bold that's me being bold with saying uh, it'll be it'll have to be more than one first round pick so if the Jets go all in for him what's the deal like he's gonna be know. a free agent it could be though. three first round picks I don't think he's a free agent until like next oh because that extension yeah hmm yeah. what do you think Trey. No, I, I really don't know. No. I think he's got options. I mean, he is getting a little bit up there in terms of age, but yeah. he's still. I mean, he's still like performing like decent. Yeah, you know, he's not horrible. It's above average. It's above average. The Packers really didn't have like a bad season this year. Um, they didn't make the playoffs. What do you mean? I mean, yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, but it's still not a season. bad season. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, he could go to he can go to the Jets, and I think the Jets would be up there. They'd be up there. That'd be a yeah. very have a good that'd defense. be a big upgrade. I do like Mike White. Yeah, I think Mike White's really good. That's true. He's performed. Zach Wilson. That's a hilltopper. Oh boy, boy. I, know, I know. That's a hilltopper. <laughs> Come on now, you're wearing the brand. The hilltoppers, baby. The hilltoppers. I know. I know. Bailey going to take Mac Jones's job. Hey, hang on. This is totally off topic. Real quick, Bailey Zappi. Needs to be playing quarterback for the New England Patriots right now. I don't care what anybody first. says. Bailey Zappi. I covered this kid when I was in college. I went to his pro day, watched him sling the ball 60 yards, and it was with ease. I mean, don't get me wrong. Joe Milton's got arm strength. I honestly think Zappi's the dude. He is the dude that needs to be starting for New England. And we, we talked about T. Higgins, right? Is T. Higgins going to resign with Cincinnati? If he doesn't, dude... I don't know. I don't know how much cap they have, but they're gonna need to resign Jamar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're so gonna that's, need to. That's the thing. It's like, do you really want to take like a? Because they can get like twenty five million almost. I feel like in any team. Yeah. That he wants to go to any team could give him twenty five million, but if the Bengals give him twenty five, like Jamar's gonna be wanting like thirty almost. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know Joey B's gonna be wanting like fifty. I don't know. He, I don't know if he does the Mahomes like five hundred million for ten years type, but yeah, he could easily ask for it and get that. So I mean. To keep all three of them is going to be very tough. Very yeah. tough. But if you're them, like you have to realize that you, when you are on the same team, you have a window, and that win that Super Bowl window, you've came so close the last two years. Is that a big old bug. I think so. I think it'll be as long as Joe Burrow's the quarterback, they're going to be contenders. Well, they don't have a running back now. <laughs> no, he's good. He's staying. All the charges Joe got Mason dropped. Just getting trouble. Yeah, but he just, they, all his charges got dropped. Oh. Well. So I don't know if that means he's staying or yeah, <laughs> woo. I don't know, but if T Higgins does leave Cincinnati, I think New England's the number one spot for him, in my opinion. Yeah, because they have draft capital; they can get another wide receiver or you know some offensive lineman to help out with the Mac Jones situation situation or Bailey Zappi. I don't know, but um, yeah, that could be the that could be the thing there. But um, carrying on though with the Titans, Trey made a good point about Rodgers. He said, you know, he's been above average, like you know, right, right, right around there. This season he was very below average to his standards, but do the Titans want average? Is a thing, and that's a no. 
Well, Ryan Tannehill is average. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers is above average. That would be a huge upgrade at QB. So okay, so we are at the agreement that Rodgers is definitely above average than Tannehill. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just yeah. want to make just want to make that clear. Just want to make sure that was all out in the air. Um, next thing on the agenda would be draft picks, like prospects going into this year's draft. If you're the Titans with your pick, where are you going? Uh, you got to go offensive line. I'm sorry, especially with Taylor. Probably we're not signing him back. Like yep. we have no one at offensive line. I mean, you have to take offensive line 100. percent Yeah, and who is your offensive lineman of choice if you had um, to? Paris Johnson, or um, Paris the Ohio State offensive lineman for sure. Um, this the Skaronsky guy from Pete. So I mean, Northwestern. If, if one of those guys are still there. That'd be great. If not, I mean, receiver also wouldn't be bad. Jackson Smith and Jigba is my wide receiver one this year. That'd be saucy, him and Burks together. That would be cool. Your de- your defense is fine. I don't, I don't think you touch defense in the first two rounds. Okay. I think, obviously, losing Harold Landry at the beginning of the year, that's a huge hit. That's a $100 million guy, right? Right. Nice. That yeah. is a hundred. Yeah. So, you get him back. Your defensive line still had, like, a, a good year for not having your top edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think you have to go offensive tackle. Offensive line, that's your biggest weakness right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the I like the Pete guy too from Northwestern. I think that's going to be your man. Um, and I think receiver, I mean, receiver is going to be deep, so you could probably snag someone in the second round. Yep. Um, but yeah, and I would offensive line first for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like first pick. It you can't. You yeah. can't. If you go somewhere else, you're done. I think we're all in agreement on that. And and I and you guys know we're all in a group chat together. Like. That Pete, yeah. Pete Skaronsky from Northwestern. I, I've watched his tape multiple times on YouTube, and I'm just like, holy cow, this guy can bowl. He's a beast. Yeah, we'll be lucky if he falls to us, but. Yeah, I don't think he will. I mean, he probably won't. He probably will go to, like, he might be a top five pick, so. I think it's Detroit, right? They yeah. They have the uh, fifth or sixth pick, Does right? Detroit need another offensive tackle? I mean, it couldn't hurt. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, those top those top tackles usually go pretty early, so. Because, I yeah. mean. We'll see who's there. I like Parrish that you're talking about from Ohio State. He's pretty good. Uh, Another guy I like from the offensive line that could be a late-round sleeper is the center from Ohio State, Luke Wipley, I think his name. Wipler. Dude, had no, like, I think he wasn't a starter his freshman or sophomore year, I think it was. And then middle of his sophomore season or junior season, just went from, I think he was at guard, and then he went to center, and he just... Totally flourished. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a good pick if their times would go late round. Ohio State's had a couple good offensive linemen coming out this year. Yeah, I, you know, and and Vrabel is a uh, Ohio State alum. You know, I just there's a good connection there. Um, but personally, I, I think the Titans, like you guys saying, need to go offensive lineman and then second round, I guess, go for a wide receiver. Are there going to be some decent ones out there in the yeah, second round? Like, there should surely. be some decent ones. Sure, wide receivers usually always pretty deep. Deep Very every deep. year. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're looking at the first round, I mean, I, th- I personally think Chicago's going to trade out of the number one pick. Really? Yeah. To who? I, th- I mean, they, they could trade trade back to four and trade with the Colts. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can make an argument that Vegas could probably trade up. They don't have a quarterback. They got draft capital. Um, or, I mean, uh, cap, you know, money cap. But, like, Philly's probably going to – Philly's got the pick right before Titans. They're probably going to take an offensive lineman. Yeah. Kelsey's getting up there. Lane Johnson's getting up there. Um. Atlanta, I don't know. I think it's I, – I love laughing at Atlanta. It's my favorite thing to do Yeah, because they're, they're just horrible. I don't know if I was telling Alex or you, but every time the Titans 
have players on their practice squad they end up cutting, Atlanta picks them up. It's like we picked everybody up from Houston. The Titans from Houston basically get rid of all their practice squad players and give them to Atlanta because Arthur yeah. Smith is there. You got half your old staff in Atlanta. It's kind of funny how that works out. What uh, you were saying, go ahead. I'm sorry. Seattle. Does Seattle take an offensive lineman? I don't know. Or do uh, they go defense? I think they go. Same with Detroit. Does Detroit go offensive line, which I don't really think they need to? Yeah. They probably need more defense than anything. So, I mean, you could. I mean, you could probably snack like a top five offensive lineman in the first. Yeah. yeah hopefully, I mean, one of the top three guys falls to us. Like I'm sure if Chicago trades back, they're probably going to go defense. Yeah, gonna, there's yeah, there's too sure. many. They're either going to stay there and pick Anderson or Carter, or trade back and just pick whatever best defensive players there. Yeah, so, yeah, because I don't think you can go wrong with like the top three edge rushers in the draft. That's true. I don't think you can. That's true. So so with the Titans going first round with a, a, a tackle or an offensive lineman of sorts, and if they go second round with a wide receiver, who do you think is going to be there for? Is it going to be the 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 Tennessee guy, Jalen Hyatt? Is he going to be there? Not sold on Jalen. Probably Hyatt. be yeah, a second round pick for sure. Second or third round pick, I see him. I graded him as a second round receiver. Um, it's Kayshawn Butte. Yeah, Butte might fall out of the first. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of like I, I mean, no always deep. no way in Jacob Smith goes second round. There's no way he falls that deep. No, I'd say late first maybe. Middle, middle first, late first. Um, um, I mean, you've got a couple guys. I mean, yeah, I really can't tell you too much about them, but yeah, there's a few that you could probably get in that second round pick. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Titans have a few picks to choose from this year. Maybe they could, you know, wrap something up and get get you know a decent couple of players. But uh, they really got a bank on this year. They have to if they want to win. AFC South. You're going to need a rookie that's going to make an impact now, yeah. not three years down the road or two years later. You need someone now. Exactly. NFL ready. Because, like you said, I mean, your window is still theoretically there. Yeah. It's like a rebuilding slash Super Bowl window. You, I don't, you just no. need to bring some guys in that are going to make an impact. That's yeah. all you need. I have a feeling, though, all the rookies from last season, like uh, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, um, Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips, Chig, like those four right there. I think they're going to do some damage next season. Traylon Burks is going to need to play all 17 games. I think he will, though. I think he will. He's giving me A.J. Brown vibes. I mean, you get knocked out one game. Come I on. You. I'm just you, saying. I dare you. I'm just saying. I'm being honest. I'm not a – I mean, yeah, I root for the Titans, but I'm just looking from the – I'm looking from the outside in. No, it's this fair. That's what I'm saying. That's fair. I know you guys don't want to hear it, but – That's fair, I guess, but, I mean – Traylon Burks got KO'd on a touchdown. Yeah. His first he ever did. touchdown. He got knocked out. He got, he got KO'd. Yeah. He held on to and the he, ball. Yeah, and he held on the ball because his, his body tensed up. His body tensed up. He held on to the ball. Love but, like, to see it. He was out four games because of it. Man had concussion. Like he was seeing stars for three weeks. Yeah. I think to me that shows he's got that that dog in him. Oh. That dog in him. <laughs> the grit. The grit. The grit. Yeah. No, for sure. You love this. I think he's going to be a great receiver. Both. It's just the, the importance of playing all yeah, 17 games. I hear you. If I not, at you. least like 15. Stability is availability. availability. Yeah. Exactly. Now, you know, Trey makes a good point about this uh, trailing. Well, you know, talking about trailing Burks, you know, getting KO'd and, you know, knocked out and caught that pass. You think it was on purpose? You think he got KO'd on purpose? Like it was rigged possibly? 
<laughs> you think it's on, it's on script. It's on script. You think it was scripted? You think the NFL is rigged? Script. This has been the phenomenon the last couple of weeks, last two weeks probably, with the PM, PMT, yeah. pardon my take, Arian with Foster. Foster. And then he came out a couple days ago saying it, he was just joking. Yeah, he was but trolling. It makes sense. Was he trolling, though? Yes. No, nah, it bro, turns into a little bit of a conspiracy. You can't fake a knockout like that. You can't just fake getting knocked out. Yeah, but out. I'm talking about in other situations besides the Demar Hamlin, besides the Tua situation where he did this on the Bengals field. Nah, NFL is not rigged. You heard it here first. Really? You don't I have mean, any? I personally, I have a conspiracy theory. I don't think so. Let's hear it, Trey. I want to hear 2009, it. 2009, the Saints played in the Super Bowl against the Colts. Okay. Peyton Manning versus Drew Brees. Okay. You think the NFL wanted Drew Brees to win that? Do they think they wanted Peyton Manning to win that? Oh, they wanted Peyton to win, right? Because yeah. it's Brady versus Peyton. That's how it's always been the last twenty years. Yep. So this game script was Peyton was going to win, right? Right. Saints said, "Nah, we got the onside kick to start off the second half." That wasn't in the script. That wasn't in the script. Uh, <laughs> Tracy Porter pick six was that in the script? No. no. Ever since we've been getting punished. The it's no true. call against the Rams. It's true. I mean, you really can't say much about the stupid Minnesota game. Yeah. That's just Marcus Williams, you will go down in Saints history forever for that. No good quarterback for the most part. Yeah. Taysom Hill signs a massive contract. <laughs> NFL does that on purpose. Oh, yeah. Sean Payton Saints with that deal. I don't know what he was thinking, but. I mean, it's, it's weird seeing him in a different uniform. I mean, I honestly think that's kind of horse crap that he was like, I'm retiring. Yeah, comes out. I'll sign with the Broncos. Why not? Well, they traded. They, they traded, traded for him. Yeah, right. So we what were the picks they gave him? A first we round, right? a first round pick, which is nice. The thing is, like number thirty. Um, Still first. Also, round we pick. gave our like tenth pick to Philly, which don't know what we're doing there, but you got know, Lave though. We, yeah, we got yeah. Lave. That's true. That kind of hurts to hear, honestly. Yeah, it stinks for Damn. sure because we'd be picking right before you guys. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. So, back to the script. I have a thought here, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk this out, breach it out, whatever. I think what happens, people kind of get mixed up with this script thing, and there's been a lot of post-game interviews with players saying, oh, you can't write a better script than this, whatever. Like, it isn't scripted, but they pra- – like, we all play football. We know we game plan. It's game planning for the other team's style of offense or how they play their defense, whatever. You kind of have to understand how they're going to come out. But you also have another, you know, spectrum of it where you got players that are, you know, on snap counts for certain games. Like, oh, I have a high ankle sprain or somebody has a high ankle sprain. They're not going to run the ball 17, 20 times a game. They're going to be, you know, limited to about 10, 15, maybe 5 to 10 plays. I don't know. So, like, that part of it, yeah, you could say it's quote, quote, scripted. Like, that. yeah, that is scripted. Like, but I don't know. What do you think, Trey? I mean, I also think that – they want a certain team to win. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like they want a sense. certain team to win. 100%. And they can influence that by flags and making dumb calls. Prime example this year. Cincy versus Kansas City. Well, that, but also uh, before that was the Colts versus the Vikings. You're down 34 to nothing. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Come on. You're down <laughs> 34 to nothing. And you mean to tell me the Colts had three turnovers in a row? I mean, come on. There's no way Matt Ryan's that bad. There's no he way. He's that bad, though. But That's there's the no part. way he's that bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's bad. He is that he's bad. bad. He's bad. But there's no way you can fumble the ball, throw a pick, and then have some weird, like, pick fumble. I, there's no way. 
There's a way. There's a way. When there's that right at quarterback, there's a way to throw every lead out the window. Okay. All right. So are we are we done with this NFL rig thing? Have we come to a conclusion on it? Or is it still inconclusive? I mean, I don't think it's rigged. But okay. They want certain teams to win. Right. It's not rigged. So there's a small percentage of fixing, by chance? Mm, I don't think it's fixing. Would be, I mean, I guess fixing and rigged is the same thing, but it's yeah. more of like you're favoring one team more than the other. Because, I mean, the Bengals, they got, like, no penalties in that whole fourth quarter, but yet the Chiefs, every, like, play, it seemed like they got – every, like, big, huge third down, they got a first down penalty call. Right. So. Okay. All right. Well – Everybody, we're going to pause real quick. We'll be right back with the Nick Frazier Podcast. We have a special segment coming up. Normally, it's Meals with Meatball, Tennessee Tasties, Nashville Nasties. Uh, we have something a little special uh, today. There's a, a old segment we did when they first came on, and uh, they're about to be surprised with it. See you in a bit. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nick Frazier Podcast. A lot of people don't like the ASMR food style stuff. I could care less. This is me enjoying food in front of the camera. But um, this is a surprise segment, gentlemen. Probably back, what, two years when Clowney came to the Titans, we did a Meals with Meatball thing, and we talked about, oh, we should do a hot chicken review for, like, you know, best hot chicken sandwiches in Nashville, whatever. Because apparently we're the hot chicken capital of the world. Well, uh, yeah, let's just put it this way. I got two fast food, you know, hot chicken sandwiches. That were in the area. Uh, one of them is Zaxby's. The other one is Wendy's. Um, and then I was going to do Krispy Kreme, hot chicken, donut sandwiches, whatever. Because that's what we initially talked about. And we were like, eh, it's going to mess with the mayo and all of that. It's like, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, we're going to try them now. And uh, just give me a 1 to 10 scale, gentlemen. But. <laughs> I give Zaxby's like a 7.6. Which one did you try, Bobby? Um, I tried Wendy's, and I'm going to give it a solid 6.8. 6.8. I had the Wendy's. I'm going to go, and I did pick them up. The hospitality was great. Um, guy was nice. I'm not putting that to effect, though. I don't know. I'm going to give it like a 5.3. A Damn, maybe I started out too high. Yeah, I just I have a feeling the hot chicken sandwich reviews, there's going to be a lot of hot chicken sandwiches. Uh, you, know, you just got to start out, you know, a little low. I don't know. 5-3 seems pretty accurate for a fast food, you know, joint sandwich. All right, this actually one is pretty good. I'm not going to lie, it's a little bit better. I'll give it a solid 7.2. Really? Yeah, the Zach sauce. The Zach, yeah, the Zach sauce definitely helps it for sure. That makes that that Zach sauce is really good. Yeah, Wendy's just like a six four. Really? Six five. Yeah, dry. Yeah. Okay. I get where you're coming at. You gave it what? Seven point two. Bobby gave it a seven two. I forgot my microphone's up here. Um It's good. I taste the saltiness of it. 
I don't know. Let me get a little bite of pickle. You gotta let it, you know, sit on the marinate. palate for a little bit, marinate. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I gave Wendy's a five three. This is a good six two. A solid six two. You're on the road picking up for vacation. Not bad. Wendy's, don't get me wrong. They got a damn good burger. Yeah. Can't go wrong Chicken. with the burger. Chicken, not so great. Yeah. You know? I agree. I so, agree. It's pretty solid. I was gonna do you know what? I'll do this. Hang on. Let me get a bite of this and get a little bite of the Krispy Kreme. Mm -hmm. Food combos. Mm -hmm. ASMR from Nicholas Frazier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get more of the heat component from the Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The actually one isn't that spicy, in my opinion. But it's yeah. good, though. The chicken's yeah, the good. Chicken's the bread's good. good. Yeah. Wendy's, I mean, you can tell it's, I mean, it's, it's true. If, if you ever had, like, their spicy chicken food. nuggets, it's basically their spicy chicken nuggets. On a patty. On a yeah. patty. Yep. Okay, hear me out. The Krispy Kreme donut with the Zaxby's little, you know, hot chicken sandwich. Have y'all ever had, like, fried bacon in a pan, skillet pan, yeah. and then you just dip it in syrup? Yes. That's yeah. fire. That's fire. That is exactly what that tastes like, and it is fire. Now, the sauce and the pickle doesn't do much harm. Give a little Wendy's a little try. Look at that. Mm. Not as good, but I understand the difference that y'all was talking about. There's a kick... In the Wendy's, but that's more enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, if I had to give a number on that, that's like a four. That's even worse. <laughs> mayo, not, not Yeah. Not, the mayo, not tomato though. combo. The food and combo, lettuce. not it. Not it. Not good with, uh, mm -mm. But this. This is pretty solid. I gave this, what, a 6-2, right? Yeah. Gave that a 5-3. Yeah. Now, I like the kick on that. But if the if the kick was in that, then we have something. Yeah. But hey, maybe maybe next we try. Uh, hey, Hattie B's. Let's try some of your food. We'll love to do a hot chicken review there. Um, Prince's. Let's try that. We gotta find who has the creme de la creme of hot chicken in Nashville. I'm already taking Prince's in that fight. I know. I mean, <laughs> hey, Hattie B's is damn good though. Yeah. Damn good. That's clucking good, right? Clucking good. Hey. All I'm saying is to those hot chicken places out there, if you have hot chicken and you want somebody to try it, Nick Frazier Podcast got you, baby. Meals with Meatball, we'll be, we'll be doing that all day, every day. But uh, So, gentlemen, how do we feel about it? So, pretty good? Yeah. Good start good. to the reviews? Very good start. Okay. All right. Next, we'll try some other fast food, you know, hot chicken sandwich. Or? Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. They still have that, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. That seems like to be the mecca of fast food. Right it now. is the it mecca is. of fast food. It is. All right. Any uh, any top three places you've eaten at the last, what, week or two? Oh, man. Any bad experiences? Oh, man. I know you got something, Bobby. I know you I do. I don't. I really don't. 
I really, really don't, except for I think everything. If you get like the brisket at Martin's, they give you nothing other than that. It's just the brisket. Well, like if you get a piece of brisket, they give you like one little piece of brisket, and it's like twenty five dollars. Like a it's slab. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, thanks. I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. Trey. Uh, everywhere that I've that I've eaten lately is pretty, pretty good. I haven't had any horrible experiences of late. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just your typical chain restaurant. Good I food. Feel that. So, I feel that. well, also on the Nick Frazier podcast, this is beside y'all, but when I'm doing a solo podcast, I will be giving updates. I'm going to try to lose some weight, gentlemen. I woke up the other morning, looked in the mirror, and I was like, wow. I've let myself go. I mean, this is bad. It's the winter. It's the winter. You're allowed to put on the extra pounds to stay warm. Yeah, but when I'm at work, I'm just like, dang. I'm sitting all day for the most part. I'm like, I got to do something different, you know? But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to give people updates on what what the number's going to be. So started out at 168. Now I'm at, like, 164, so down for progress. Yeah. In two weeks, I did some did some damage. Um. But yeah, that's kind of all I have for the podcast. Anything else, gentlemen, before we before we sign off? No, sir. No, oh, man. Great, great time. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for having us, us on. Appreciate I'd love it. to come back. Yeah. Eat you more know. food. Yeah. Hot chicken. Eat more food. Hey, maybe pasta. Maybe pasta. Do a little pasta. <laughs> a little pasta review, baby. Do some homemade pasta. Um, well, folks, thank you so much for watching the Nick Frazier podcast and or listening to it, whatever your you know platform you're on. Um, you can follow on Apple, Spotify. Watch it now on YouTube. Uh, what else? Um, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Instagram. Follow on Instagram and uh, get some exclusive content there. Be posting some clips from this podcast episode and many more. So greatly appreciate it. Share the word, spread the word, whatever. Um, and hopefully, you got a good laugh out of this. You know, ramping it back up, taking the training wheels off. It might have been not been the best episode, but it's a good way to transition back into things. Merch coming out soon. Will Merch. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, merch is coming out soon. I've been designing a lot of stuff in the last four months along with doing this as well. So uh, there is some merch on the way. I've been working on it and behind the scenes. It's going to look pretty cool. I'm going to show you all before we before y'all leave. So, again, thank you so much for joining the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Bye. <laughs>